This is Due South on WUNC. I'm Jeff Tabiri. College sports fans can be fans from anywhere. Sitting on the couch, watching TV, watching highlights on your smartphone, cheering at a bar with friends. But for so many of us, nothing is quite like that experience of being there in the venue where the game is being played, where the action is playing out and where the crowd gets riled up into a frenzy. Today on Due South, we welcome in a couple of former mascots from two schools that uh, arguably have the longest and most heated rivalry in all of college sports. If you would, just tell us your name and uh, what you used to be on campus. Hi, uh, I'm Kate Schick. I used to be the Duke Blue Devil. I'm Daniel Wood, and I used to be Ramsey's at UNC. Any prerequisites to being Ramsey's or the Blue Devil? A height requirement, an age requirement? Is there anything, are there any boxes you have to check other than being, I would assume, a fervent, passionate supporter of Tar Heel and and Blue Devil fandom? Uh, There's a tryout process. You have to look the part, you have to act the part. So usually it's a panel of former mascots that I guess figure out who the next one's going to be. So they interview you and make sure you're a good fit culturally, what they're looking for out of a character and that you, when you put on those fur and the horns that you really show the part. Very similar at Duke. We also have a tryout process and former mascots evaluate you as well. I don't think there's any necessary prerequisites, but understanding like why you're there, what you're going to do and having like that stage presence is definitely something that we look for, but you don't necessarily need to have been a mascot in the past. Okay. With all the kinds of options on campus for various engagement and learning. Why did you decide I'm going to try out to be the Blue Devil and Ramses? My story's kind of weird. It was actually sort of a joke where whenever I would go to games and I would see the Blue Devil running around, I always wanted to do it myself. And I kind of kept telling everybody that. And then when I became a sophomore, there was actually a Blue Devil who was graduating. And he told me, hey, I keep hearing that you were doing this. Like, here's how I did it. Here's how I got involved. So he really, like, set me up. It was Billy, if you knew Billy. Yeah, I know Billy. Yeah. He set me up, told me how to get involved. And then sure enough, my sophomore year, I showed up. I had, like, a glowing recommendation from a really great Blue Devil. And I just had fun, and I got it, surprisingly. Daniel, what about you? Why did did you decide to go down this path or try to go down this path? I was a high school mascot. So I knew this was something I wanted out of wherever I ended up going to school. And so my senior year of high school, I had reached out to North Carolina after I got accepted and knew I wanted to go there. And I drove up to campus on my high school spring break to sleep in a friend's dorm and go to the tryouts. And so I, I knew I was doing this from the get-go. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Huff High School in Cornelius, North Carolina. And the mascot there is? Uh, Hugo the Husky. <laughs> Interesting. So you had a Husky headpiece? Yes. And the best part about it was that was the same high school that Luke May went to. And so I I was his senior year mascot when Roy Williams came to recruit him. And then they took me at North Carolina because I put a picture of me in the Husky costume with Roy Williams on my application. And they just went to town on it. Oh, I love it. Luke May, for those who don't know, older brother of current Tar Heel quarterback Drake May. Luke May was, I'm going to fudge it here a little bit maybe, but an all-ACC player uh, was on uh, a Final Four team. and Championship team. uh, The championship team, right, in 2017. He also was on the team that was a runner-up in 2016, I think correct is there a confidential nature to this are you are you not supposed to tell people that you are ramses and the blue devil and uh, how does that go is that hard (laughs) like it's it's tight quarters in college how do you hide that fact i think at most schools you're not supposed to say at least based on the mascots that i've talked to especially at duke that is 
like a big no-no. Um, there are certain ways to get around that and ways that you have to get around that. For example, if you have a roommate, you need to tell them because right. I would have the suit sometimes like in my closet and I'd have to explain, hey, don't be weirded out. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, so like your close network usually knows, um, but you know, you don't go around telling everybody, hey, I'm the Blue Devil. I was pretty terrible at keeping the secret. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it just because like all your friends know, and we, UNC has two mascots, Ramsey's and Ramsey's Junior. And one of my best friends through college was Ramsey's Junior, so all of our friends just automatically knew. Um, but you do have the like not advertise it in class or things like that. I want to talk about the costume. Um, they stink inside, right? Like, are they are they rotten? Like, is it like dirty shoes? Is okay, horrendously. B- build on this for me, please. Um, I think it depends on the context. Um, sometimes you would be the Blue Devil for one full event, and you got it dry, dry clean, and you were able to mm-hmm. change into it. However, if you did a football game and you'd switch out at halftime, and you'd have to get into the previously wet suit, that was really, really terrible. <laughs> I imagine nothing smells worse than a Blue Devil. But you know, North there we go. We didn't into it. Yeah, Ramsey's didn't smell too bad. It was it was pretty good. Um, we clean it pretty frequently, and we really like the Febreze. Really have some custom deodorizers that we use, so it's not too bad. I feel like I I just need to disclose. My wife is a third generation Tar Heel. I'm I'm disclosing that now. I just so everybody knows. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the the tryout process, and as you're getting into this role is it is it rah rah is it being a a, a cheerleader is does, do, are, are either of you tumblers like do you do you do just tell me what what skills you maybe arrived with and then what you really had to had to uh, fine-tune so I was on a dance team my freshman year I feel like that did help me in the tryout process because I was able to really run around and do it gracefully I feel like that was my special skill uh, that being said, while I was the Blue Devil, I became a little bit better at embodying alpha male energy. I'm obviously mm-hmm. not a male or an alpha male. Um, so I really got into character. And I noticed, like, I would walk around campus kind of with a little swagger sometimes. And I'd yeah. have to actively be like, oh, nope, that's not my character. Um, and also, I, I thrive on the hate sometimes yeah. if we're playing an opposing team. So especially in, like, the NCAA tournament when the other team is really booing you, I got really good at doing the worm in Ooh, front of a camera. Interesting. And okay. many of my TV appearances are me doing the worm, usually despite the other team. Kate Schick, former Blue Devil, and Daniel Wood, former Ramses, are here in studio on Due South. Kate, if you would roll with me uh, for with, with what you just mentioned there, alpha male energy. Like what, uh, I've got a sense, I'm a male, but like <laughs> are we talking about pounding the chest, arms up in the air? All of the yeah. above. Yeah. I actually, I would pound my chest a lot. Um, we have like a motorcycle-esque helmet, which is the Blue Devil head. Right. And you shake it a little bit. Um, always back arch straight, really great posture. And you walk, swing your arms, you know, like you take up a lot of space. You own this place. Um, and that's not something that you really teach. And that's definitely what they look for in the audition process. And obviously, like me walking into the room, I don't know if that was expected, but I, I guess I brought it and I developed it over time. So confidentiality, you weren't great with, Daniel. Do you talk when you have or when you had that that helmet on? Was there anyone you talked to? No, you, you can't talk while you're in costume. And I think the only reason I was bad at keeping the secret was just because I did it for so long. So it naturally got out that, oh, this is Ramsey's or uh, someone would want to request Ramsey's for an event and they would know to call me. Um, so Would you also have the costume in your dorm room or on your off, uh, in your off-campus house? All the time. Okay. Yeah. 
I just know myself, if I had that costume in my, my house, either of them, I would probably be putting it on and taking it out on the town. Um, maybe if I had had a couple of beers. That's uh, a strict no-no. That's a strict, but, did, but it was a strict no-no, but so was confidentiality. So did you ever maybe do that on Halloween, perhaps? So that That's the strictest rules. No Halloween use of Ramsey's. But the the when you're getting in costume and going out and doing this, if it's not on the normal schedule, like it's a hard and fast, like you can't do this. The confidentiality thing, like I can't help if somebody knows that it's me sure. from an appearance. But you, ne- you never did it. You mm-hmm. never, you never went into the top of the hill or you never went, walked down ninth street with the blue devil costume on. The temptation is always there, but no, I never did it. You're in costume two, three times a week already for several hours. You're not necessarily going to go out of your way just to walk down the street. To Fair do enough. It. Okay. All right. Um, tell me about a strange request that you got. The, the the strangest, the most uncomfortable, something impermissible. I I have no idea if you have an answer for me, but seeing your eyes dart up toward the ceiling, I can tell you're both cycling through some crazy things that happened while you had the costume, and I'm hoping you'll share something with us. Yeah, one year I was asked to, well, I've done several, but I did a wedding reception where everybody wanted the Blue Devil. Obviously, a wedding reception is not your traditional Blue Devil frontier. Um, everybody was in a different state of mind. Okay. Everyone was celebrating, <laughs> excited, a couple drinks in. Yeah. And I'm just there to bring the vibe up. So I was dancing and uh-huh. doing Blue Devil things. And I remember, I think she was a bridesmaid. She was in a very nice dress, uh, just coming up dancing with me, a little flirty. It's kind of funny. And I remember she like leaned into my ear, whispered something. Oh, I bet you're like a cute Duke boy. And I almost giggled. <laughs> and I feel like if I giggled loud enough, I would have given myself away. It was very funny. <laughs> and just to be clear, uh, for those listening who might not know, you can, this is a, this is a, a full Fully headed costume. Please use better words if you have them, because I don't clearly have good words. You cannot tell if it's a man or a woman, or you, you don't know who's going on inside that. What's going on inside that head? Yes and that, no. Yes and no. Okay. Um, I'd have to wear several sports bras mm, because okay. it's pretty tight. The blue devil costume. I can't speak for Ramsey's. Um, I really had to wear shapewear and all of these things because if I just went as I was, it, it was a little, I looked different okay. and I learned the hard way once mm. where I was at a game and I didn't do that. And my, my one friend who knew had to text me and be like, make sure you're wearing mm. better shapewear next time. Interesting. How's the visibility out of the costume? Ramsey's pretty good. We have pretty big eyes. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm sorry. Ours is very Wait. deep, but very narrow. It's almost like tunnel vision. It is a motorcycle helmet with a little, a couple eye holes. Next question. I don't know if, well, this is, this is a really, this is a dangerously loaded question. Have you ever put on the Blue Devil costume, Daniel, for yeah. Ramsey's? I've worked a number of tournaments in my time, going to ACC tournaments where you're around all the other mascots and they're all trading heads. And so I refuse to put on <laughs> the Blue Devil mascot. Kate? I have put on. Ramsey's, I think, but it was a an olive branch of sorts where I'm pretty sure the Ramsey's I was with also put on my head. Um, it, that is very common where you trade heads when you work games together. An armistice, That's yes, some sort. That's yes. heartbreaking. Yes. So you're in these wonderful arenas, which I've had the chance to to experience some of. I mean, specifically Cameron Indoor and and the Dean Dome. I went to school at Syracuse, so I still call it the Carrier Dome, the JMA Wireless Dome. You have some of these wonderful settings with lots of energy. Uh, are you aware that when you, you know, when Duke comes to town or when Duke came to town in Chapel Hill, there, there are 22, 23,000 people there. Uh, like, are you feeding off that? Are you, are you, do you care about the crowd or are you just kind of focused on the floor itself and what's it, in front of you? It feels different. It definitely does. Walking out of the tunnel, like you get used to it after the first few times where you, know, you have the nerves when you first walk out of the tunnel and you, you 
learn the job, how to do and perform on court. But when it's Carolina Duke, it's like your first time all over again. Where you walk out and the security is twice what it normally is. The student section has been expanded out so they have a bigger crowd. It, it makes you want to work a little harder. Did you spend time in Kayville? I want to stick with the Carolina Duke game. Yeah. Uh, for, okay. 100%. So, yeah. I tented actually one year when I was at Blue Devil. You didn't need to. No, I, did. I did. You have to. It's a culture thing. Much respect. Okay. I will say, though, that Cameron Crazies especially are always incredibly hype, incredibly motivated for sometimes I wonder, like, why? <laughs> um, especially, though, Duke Carolina, it's it's palpable. I, I couldn't not feed off it. I've been to Cameron probably half a dozen times, and it's sitting on Press Road Cameron is the coolest place I've ever sat for a sporting event. And my wife, the third generation Tar Heel, I dragged her to Cameron once 10 years ago. I said, I don't, I don't care what you have against Duke. You have to watch a basketball game in this place because it's so electric. The mascot, if I remember correctly, oftentimes has a piece of like athletic tape yep. across the forehead. Tell us about that and what goes on it and who decides and what's, what's the deal there? Yeah, if you're working the game, you're the Blue Devil, you decide at the end of the day. I would source questions sometimes from like, the girls on cheer, maybe the marching band. But a lot of times you plan that out in advance. You know who you're playing. Um, you collaborate with your friends, teammates. Um, people just think about it in general. How did you interact with anyone of note? Or did you have any uh, memorable, was it was it Roy coming up the tunnel, gave you a fist bump? Did, did Coach K give you a pat on the back? Like what memorable interactions did you have, Daniel? I think the greatest week of my college experience was – one week I fist bumped Michael Jordan and I was on the Tonight Show all within one week <laughs> as Ramsey's. That is awesome. What was yeah. the week and why? Like, how did you get to, from Jordan to the Tonight Show? It was the end of the Carolina basketball regular season and Jordan came to one of our last games. So he was sitting at midcourt and I got to go up and fist bump him. And then it was the beginning of the ACC tournament in Brooklyn that year. And so I was up there and the last four teams in the tournament secretly were brought over. The Blue Devil was there along with Virginia Tech, Hokie Bird, and uh, Miami, Sebastian the Ibis, and we were just, we got to meet Kimmel, and Heidi Klum was the special guest that day. Not the name drop, but it was pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. I No, I like it. I did a commercial with Grant Hill, and in that commercial, the Blue Devil stays seated, meaning that in between takes, I'd always take my head off and chat with him, and that was so cool. Also, Coach K's last game, I also worked part of it, um, and I, all the Duke legends were gathered on that court. I'm also on the court, so walking out, I got high fives from everybody I read about. Kate Schick is a former Blue Devil. Daniel Wood used to don the costume of Ramses. We'll continue chatting with these former mascots in a moment on Due South. Welcome back. It's Due South on WUNC. I'm Jeff Tabiri. And I'm Leonida Inge. We're talking mascots today. As our listeners know, this area is home to one of the very best rivalries in all of sports, Carolina and Duke. And a couple of now former mascots uh, joined us recently on Due South. Daniel Wood used to wear the costume of Ramses, and Kate Schick is a former Blue Devil. And they were in this studio? Correct. Oh, in costume? No, but oh. they sat next to one another. How did that go? Did they like each other? Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. It's a, I describe it as a healthy hate, right? Mm -hmm. um, mostly kidding. But Daniel and Kate knew of each other, and they hadn't actually met in person until this interview. Wow. Well, it sounded like you all had a lot of fun. I know people know all about the Blue Devils and Tar Heels, but you all got specific and talked about some big matchups from 2022. 
The history of Carolina and Duke is so awesome and so special, and I did not grow up around here. I grew up in the Northeast, but I've, I've long been a college basketball fan. I think for people outside of this area, they don't understand the proximity. Uh, I mean, you can tell them it's seven miles, whatever, but then like it's seven miles and they hate each other to the, to the core. They, they, really, they really dislike each other. 2022 was different, right? Like Coach K retires, Carolina goes in there in this, just this climactic moment and wins. Mm-hmm. And then in case that wasn't enough, they play each other in the final four. Were y'all both there for both of those events? Or did I tell did me about 2022? Coach K's last game, I worked the first half. His, just to be clear, his last game in, in Durham at Cameron. Okay. Um, I was not there for Final Four, actually. I had a dance show, um, but I was in San Francisco. So I, I got to ride off the wind wave, and then I watched from home uh, when we lost Final Four. Sa- San Francisco, just from my memory, please fact check me, was the Elite Eight. The Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, the regional semifinal and final in 2022. And then Duke and Carolina go to New Orleans for that wild game. So you're there in San Francisco. Duke wins. They're going to the Final Four. You've been in San Francisco, but you're not going to be at the Final Four. Tell us why not and tell us what it was like to watch that humongous game from afar. Yeah, um, there... There were several reasons why I wasn't in New Orleans, one of them being that I mentioned my freshman year I was involved in dance. I stayed involved all four years, and that was my final hurrah in that sense. I knew it was going to be that weekend. I had a feeling we were going to make it to the final four that year, and there was nothing you could do about it. You booked these so far in advance, so made a very tough choice. Wasn't in New Orleans. Decided to take San Francisco instead. I'm really glad I did, like, in hindsight, but San Francisco was very special. I mean, we won. We won it all, and knowing that that was my my final shebang was very exciting and as for the national semifinal against carolina Mm -hmm. where'd you watch it from what do you remember about it i was sweaty still from my dance show (laughs) it it happened at like like right before yeah so i sprinted over to cameron and i actually watched it in cameron all these students were sat on the floor the court and we had it on the jumbotron and we were watching it neat daniel were you there in new orleans i was in new orleans and the week prior i was in philadelphia for the sweet 16 early date as well so the final four was, I, there's no way to describe it. Favorite night with that <laughs> uh, that costume on? No. No? No. It, it was an amazing night. Okay. And I loved being there, and it's an awesome experience. But it's something so built up that like, you can't really navigate that. There's so many different parts. You're just sitting there on the court. And you're told as a mascot to be an entertainer, and you love being there and being a part of it. But... Carolina Duke game at home is always the biggest thing you can do or you know, the special thing of we used to do a guitar solo in Keenan on a football game day. So the final four, while it was awesome, like I think in mine I had been in suit for probably four hours a day yeah. and I loved every second of it. But for the last month at that time, I was just I was ready for us to get to the national championship at that point. Give me a favorite moment uh, from when you were in costume. Whether it was a game or a, a wedding, I, I'll be a little surprised. I'm going to give you a hard time if it was a wedding, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but what was what was the most yeah favorite? I would say I would say Coach K's last game that first half again, simply because I was aware that beyond the NCAA tournament, this was my last time mm. in Cameron. So mm. I really took the time to appreciate every second of it. Um, the Blue Devil surfs on top of rolling band members. Yes, in the second half, so good. Um, and just thinking about all of these, my last time doing this, my last time doing that. So just being there, like spinning around center court, looking at everybody staring at you, that to me is like pinnacle. It all came together. Even though the game obviously didn't end the way that we wanted it to, I still had like a bittersweet memory of it. There are a few times you cry in costume just because you kind of get swept up. I'm sure that was one of those for you. Yeah. 
Um, I know my first time getting a costume because I had wanted to be a big time mascot for so long and mm-hmm. did it through high school. The first time I worked a Carolina basketball game was just so special, and it was the first game after they had dedicated the court to Coach Williams. Uh-huh. That that was just it. Really made you feel something. Tears that day. Yeah. yeah. What what what's another time you cried in costume? If you remember, my senior day. Yeah. No, yeah, because we had uh, a Ramsey Junior at the time, and you know they were graduating. We had been mascots together for three years, and we were just so close. And it was sad to kind of close that chapter. There are often these moments uh, on senior days where parents come down there are bouquets of flowers and i'm thinking of you know tall strapping basketball players with a a guardian or a parent on each arm walking and giving a coach a hug are mascots part of senior days and if not should they be we weren't actually i didn't get a senior day simply because i would have had to take in the helmet off mid-season and we Uh, weren't allowed to reveal until there was not a chance that you're stepping in the suit again got it i wish that i was though we reveal at the end of basketball season, so it's that last senior day game. They just have a media timeout where cheer and mascots are recognized, so I come out with the jersey and the paws on just with my head. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's where I've seen you before. Maybe I was in the building. <laughs> I feel like I've now that you say that, I, I, that, that rings a faint bell. Um, what mascots don't you like? What mascots just, like, do you have a visceral reaction toward? I, I work in mascots still, so I, I can't really oh, say okay. anything okay. negative to Fair other schools. I don't. Um, <laughs> I would say the ones that are, I say this as technically, I guess, the devil sort of human-esque, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little different. The ones that are very, very human looking, they hit that uncanny valley thing to me, and I, I don't, I get afraid of them a little bit. Notre Dame? Notre Dame's just a guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, that's actually different because okay. he's just a guy. I okay. feel like Demon Deacon's a little scary sometimes. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Stuff like that. Okay. You haven't left the mascot business. You just alluded to that. Please explain. I, I have my own business now that I do full-time. Uh, it's I coordinate mascot appearances for colleges, universities, and companies. So UNC, Clemson, they're two of my biggest folks that I work with now. Uh, this weekend I'll be down in Atlanta. I was telling Kate before we hopped in here, uh, NBC's having a college golf tournament, and I'll be down there helping the Georgia Tech mascot in North Carolina and Wake Forest and Florida. We'll all be there on site. So. At the risk of putting my foot in my mouth, uh, is there a parent, a sibling, a friend? Is there anybody in your world who gives you a hard time? Is like Daniel, um, you're you're 22, you're 23. It's time to move on from mascots. Well, I'm not in costume, and this is a viable business opportunity. So as long as it pays the bills, they're all of them to support. They are. Oh, okay, that's what I was getting at. I don't think there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. doing it. I'm just wondering if there's someone who's like, well, you got to, you need to go to, you need to go to law school. Got it. You got to, you got to move on. You got to grow up. They don't uh, care as long as I don't ask them for money. <laughs> If the Carolina Hurricanes came calling, or if the the Charlotte Hornets, or like, is is the door still open for y'all to go ahead? I, I actually filled in once um, as a, the Savannah Banana. No way. Yeah, and oh, I, I really like the Savannah Bananas. So I remember we're all in this one huge group chat, right? And one day a message came through like, I need somebody to re- to fill in for me this weekend. I immediately jumped on it. it. Was like, please let me go. And I was the Savannah Banana. Magical. <laughs> The Savannah Bananas are like the, they're so excited. They're here next April at, at, um, really? at, at DBAP, and I'm hoping that I'll get tickets. I'd like entered the lottery because super exciting. It was cool. And Split hates kids. So it was definitely different than the Blue Devil where I'm like hanging out with kids where I was like flipping their hats off. Oh, uh, I did Savannah. not realize that. Interesting. Yeah. Split is the Savannah Banana. The Banana. Banana yeah. Split. Yeah, got it. So um, when he came and they were in Durham this past year, he, he 
had Ramsey's and RJ come out and do promos with him and like give us comp tickets to the games. Like the bananas are awesome. Yeah, no. really fun. I, I love it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about this like small circle of mascots. Like you, I, I gather y'all have a group text and like even though we've got battle lines here, Blue Devil and and Ramses, there's there's some level of like appreciation and respect. Hundred percent. I think there's different layers to the communication. There's ACC group chat. There's one national one with all of these college mascots, other people in the industry still. And th- that's actually how I got the Savannah Banana message. Okay, nice. Okay. We all just respect what we do. Extremely tight-knit. It's just, we all know everybody. I mean, that I filled in for the Durham Bowl before they hired the most recent one here. They just hired a full-time performer. He has someone in his family who's a college mascot that I'm going to work with this weekend. Uh, it, you just know everybody. Uh, anything we haven't discussed that you want to drop on us i kind of wish i was still involved in this world um it's really nice to come back and talk about it i don't do anything related to mascots but when that commercial comes on that i mentioned previously in my office everybody's like hey get in here with grant hill yeah yeah that one you know i i think you hear about all the fun parts of it and has i'm still involved in the mascot world and still really heavily involved at unc in a coaching capacity the thing that i think people forget is that you're there for the fans you're there for the uh the small moments not necessarily the big ones that you see out on the court so for every duke carolina basketball game you're working probably 30 nonprofit appearances in the community and if those aren't the things that really excite you to get out of the bed each day then you don't deserve the marquee moments so you really get choked up for the little things kate kate that is well said Kate Chick is a 2022 graduate of Duke and a former Duke Blue Devil mascot. Daniel Wood is also a 2022 graduate. He graduated from UNC, and he is a former Ramses mascot for the UNC Tar Heels. Thanks for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us here on Do South. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Jeff. Yes, Leonita. Where do you live? Uh, Wake County. Mailing address says Raleigh. Raleigh? Now, last time I checked, they had a pretty good school team and mascot. How come you didn't mention them? So, uh, I'm going to check the inbox after this segment. I want to acknowledge Mr. and Mrs. Wolf. Uh, I know we need to get NC State, our Wolfpack fans and supporters and followers in here soon. So, we'll we'll work on getting uh, the Wolfpack contingent of this conversation as part of Due South pretty soon. This is Due South on WNC. I'm Jeff DeBerry. Mascots are fun. We've got the Tar Heels, the Blue Devils, the Wolfpack, of course. Don't forget about NCCU. They are the Eagles for a Rattler. She's of that uh, family of Rattlers, Florida A&M. That's Leonita. I'm Jeff. I'm an orange man. I went to Syracuse University. But what about you? What is your favorite mascot? What do you associate with? Maybe what's a mascot you do not care for? Feel free to let us know. Website, DoSouthRadio.org. Email, DoSouth at WUNC.org. And uh, you can find us on the Insta as well, DoSouthRadio.